In trying to do great, we fail to do good. So we watched Arcane, mm-hmm. Netflix's adventure action animated series that mm-hmm. is based on, well, not based on, it is based in yes. the League of Legends game universe. Yes. We both haven't uh, played League mm-hmm. at all. Uh, I tried it once a billion years ago, didn't really care for the gameplay and never went back. Uh, but it's very, very, very popular, and everybody pretty much it's pretty much taken over the planet at this point. And this is their first uh, animated actual show thing that they're doing now, since they have all the money in the world, <laughs> so I guess they so. can do so. And well, it stars two of the characters I think in the games. I know Jinx is a character in the game. I don't know, like seriously, my understanding of League is very, very bare bones. I know that Jinx is a character from the games. I think Caitlyn, who's also in this, is also another one. Uh, I think even a few other characters that we see are characters, but I don't know. But I like this. I really, really like this as completely going in, not knowing anything about the world or whatever. But it was great. I They really did an amazing job. And I didn't have any like high things or anything. I know we both saw the trailer and we were like, oh, this looks cool. Let's watch this. I actually don't remember the trailer, but <laughs> if I sent it to you, which you I do recall that I did, then that means I must have been interested. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, I didn't have a huge bunch of expectations, but I know that they have all the money in the world to spend to get people to make the product a uh, good quality. And it was it's good. It was really, really good. I think that's too many reallys, but it was not bad. (laughs) But yeah, the story is about two sisters, pretty much. Uh, Oh, one thing. Her name is Vi, right? Mm -hmm. For the longest time, I I just wanted to call that V. And I was always like, why didn't they call it V? Because V-I is V. Because her name is Violet. I know, because her name is Violet. But still, like... You know, it could, I don't know. That's the one thing that was just like... If you didn't see it visually with the subtitles, you wouldn't have a problem. That's no, what I think. I've, it's no, just if that. you knew that her name was Violet and I they just still, called her Vi... I would still call... I would still be like, why didn't I just call her no, Vi? Because I've seen and know people who've been who, whose name Violet and they're called V. You know? It was just weird to me. That was just a weird thing to me. But... It starts off with like Jinx and no powder and Vi and apparently some war or whatever's going on and some big right. dudes. There's been some kind of altercation, uprising, uprising. Yes, fight, revolution. <laughs> you know, something has happened. A yeah. lot of people have been killed in the bottom. What they mm, call the, the undercity. undercity. Yes, and. It's the enforcers who apparently came and yeah, they're apparently apparently the Undercity and Piltover. Yes, which is they call the Topsiders. Topsiders. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so there's the whole thing is like there's the rich 
um, upper city and the poor lower city. Basically. And it's the whole back and forth between the two over years and years and how that has affected uh, people being raised in the undercity. And so we get to see some characters from Piltover and we get to see some characters from the undercity and we get to see... You just get to see... It really, what I really liked about the show was... Everything, it flowed really, really well. The pacing of how we found out information, how we learned things about characters, and, like, just more about the world slowly unraveling to you, like, as somebody who doesn't know anything about the lore of this world or anything, it was, it wasn't, like, forced. Yes. It just, it was, it was pulled in. I was pulled in, and I'm learning, and I'm like, okay, okay. I'm getting to understand how the politics work in the world. It's just a great experience. I agree with that, too. There was no overwhelming information at times, and there was no long, like, expositions. Yes. You know, you always hate to see that. Oh, like a big plot it feels dump. so unnatural. Yeah, yeah. But it was never like that, not even once. There were times when they would offer up that information but it did not feel forced like because it was natural exactly and then other times things were just subtly handed to us subtly Mm. displayed subtly showed and i like that as well because you don't feel overpowered with so much information coming at you you don't feel like uh i I don't know what y'all guys are saying (laughs) and like you had said and like the you know different people have said about the show it is one where you don't have to have any knowledge, prior knowledge mm-hmm. about anything. Yeah. Well, from my opinion, I really feel like that. To enjoy the yeah. show or to know what they're saying. Even at times, you may not know what they're saying one line, but in the next line, they talk about it. Yeah. And right? it isn't like too exposition or right, anything like that, right. but you understand what they're doing. Yeah. Nothing felt heavy or over the top. Mm-hmm. That, I have to say, that that was good. That was good. I really appreciate what they were doing with the story. It's a classic story of, you know, the upper rich people, the lower poor people. And we get to see the viewpoints of everybody involved. We see they steal. The the whole impetus of the whole situation is that they stole from some guy. or They they steal some stuff and they almost, they they get caught. But not caught caught but they got found out and being chased through the city and everything and we see how that you see that from their end then we see it from our other main character one of our main characters jace we see him get in trouble because apparently what he was working on and what was stolen was considered illegal and we see how he as a character grows with his technology and his wanting to push hex gates yes. and seeing how Basically, that... Basically, though, let's clear up our mm. say first. Mm. What he's working on is the crux of the show. Yes. It's the arcane. Yes. They come to known as... They come to be known as arcane technologies in Hex-tech. the show. It's basically magic. Yes. Using science to create magic and... Right. Yeah. That pretty much, <laughs> because the whole city apparently was very slight where they were like, this city was built on, 
when he was there in the council and he was saying he was trying to make magic. And then you find out that the city was apparently built to escape warmongering mages. Right. That, just that little plot point, just drop and that just increased like a whole bunch of like So, okay, there's, there's known stuff about magic. Right. And then you find out that the city was built to escape like crazy magicians or whatever. Just kind of like, okay understand why the city is always about progress and like building towards a better future because there were crazy war mages apparently at one point and um the cutest character as we were talking about the show i mean higher oh lord (laughs) what is his name heimerdinger heimerdinger Yes. Heimerdinger. Yes. Goodness. And he, since he has lived so long, he was one of the founding fathers of Piltover. He knows about the warmongering mages, which is why he's like, so hesitant throughout the show to allow the magic or the hex tech to be created. But eventually, he's expelled from the academy and told that not to work on his stuff anymore. But he gets saved because he's thinking about suicide that he saved by Victor and they went go on to prove everything and they pretty much create all the hex tech. So in the undercity what we have going on is that V whose name is not V, Vi, Powder, Clagger and Milo. Yes. Right. They are hiding or they have to be in hiding because now the enforcers and everyone from Piltover is trying to arrest someone for what happened because they actually destroyed a whole building. Yep. Um, they did not do it on purpose. When they were stealing some of the magic stuff, it accidentally, you know, fell out of the girl's bag and whatnot. So the building collapsed. Mm-hmm. Um, they are trying to hide what is named Vander who had taken in the and mm-hmm. powder is like everyone's dad <laughs> and owns this place. He has a deal actually with the enforcers mm-hmm. that, you know, he would not mess with anything anymore, mm-hmm. basically, and that they would, you know, turn an eye to some of the things that he does as yes. well, whatnot. Um, and that's how the. That's how the Undercity and Piltover had kind of survived and not started any wars so far. So or recently. again. Again, yeah, yeah. Um, because of that peace that they kind of had. Yes. Until, mm-hmm. what is the enforcer's name who uses what's her name voice from the whatever, <laughs> from the expanse? Anyhow, her... <laughs> She has this guy under her wing who's like her lieutenant who is Marcus. And he does not like the whole, you know, deal that Mm -hmm. they have. Marcus is basically a snotty nose brat who's getting uppity. And he makes his own deal with Silco, who is basically the villain and the bad guy of the Undercity. Yes. Okay. Before Silco and Vander used to be like brothers and friends, but they had a fallen out. So they're not on the same page. No. Um, the deal that Marcus makes with Silco ends up really spinning everything out of control. Yes. The lead enforcer is killed. Yep. 
um benzo who was like another pillar of the undercity with different trades and stuff he is killed and vander is taken and then from there let's just speed up the whole explaining basically um the other three kids go to save bander because he's taken and then Powder comes and she tries to help, even though um, Vi told her not to. Trying to she, use those crystals that she stole. Right, right. I always thought that four of them was too much in that thing. <laughs> um, in any case, she throws in a bomb with the magic runes and ends up killing... Pretty much everyone. Right, right. Um, Pretty much all her family... Uh, yeah. And then from there, what we get is something that I don't I don't know if I, I, I don't I feel like it's not believable. This is my first no for the show. Oh. Until this point, I think this was episode four. Until now I had been feeling, hey, this is good. This is uh-huh. not bad at all. And then when they show that, you know, Vi is not happy, the building is burned down, first of all. Vander just, is dead yes. after saving her, after injecting himself with the shimmer. And the other kids are dead as well because of the bomb that um, Powder threw in the building. Vi is not happy. She says mm. some mean things to Powder. She says that you really are a jinx, which is the thing that Powder had been basically, you know, trying to disprove everybody for this basically longest time. And everyone says that. And now her own sister doesn't believe in her and she feels hurt. After knowing what she just did, she gets, you know, very mentally traumatized from that, Mm -hmm. I have to say. However, Uh just because your sister walked away doesn't mean that you cannot follow her. Oh, you're just saying that she should have ran after her? Yeah, because she's on the ground and she's crying. And she's saying, don't leave, don't leave. You could follow after her. (laughs) I don't really think that would have changed much. Also, when Silco comes and he decided not to kill her, Mm -hmm. why would she just dive into the arms of a stranger? I understand that at that time, something terrible has happened and you're really feeling it mentally exhausted and everything. And it's just, you can't cope, but you don't, even at that point, comforting from strangers. She's a kid who just threw a bomb that killed pretty much her two brothers. Her older sister has just told her that she's a jinx. I get her that. father is Here's dead. what. Like, Here's what is the everything end of what is crumbling I'm saying. around her. Here's what the end of what I'm saying. Even though all of that happened, she becomes a psycho? I you I think you're thinking like, oh, this shouldn't happen, but you put yourself in her place. She's already having, like... I honestly don't even mind that part. It's her not believing that her sister would still love her. A lot of stuff just literally happened to her in that small amount of time. And it can break a person. Like, it... Your father is dead. Your sister is leaving you. And she doesn't know that she got put in prison. And she 
just disappears. No, that's forever, not right? the issue that I have. You, she just killed pretty much her like brothers or pretty much friends. So any person to like just lend a hand in this like my world is crumbling all around me is like any little comfort people will take. In, There's like, another thing point. now that you said that. Why doesn't she have any self hate? You mean because she's probably she's I think you've seen as did you watch the show? She's always seeing them in her head or speaking to them or whatnot. I think that is like part of the psychosis that she can't allow herself to like believe that they're gone. They're still there in her, and that's why she, that's why she is that's why she is the way she is because she refuses to grieve or to let them go. And that's why she slowly and just has become this, like, psychotic person that you just cannot deal with. Well, okay. <laughs> we spoke about the two of them. Speaking yeah. of the characters in the show, do you have any favorite characters? Favorite characters. I like Victor. Uh... We haven't touched much about him, but towards the secondary half of the show, I really liked seeing his like his those he's going through and whatnot finds out that he's sick realizes that he could do something else with the hex tech to like try to make stuff better try to see if he could heal himself and he starts putting runes in his body and stuff like that he goes to the old doctor guy work though he goes to the old doctor guy to get the shimmer and he ends up killing someone and we keep talking about how old he's going to get taken over by the head score or whatever, but he he seems to be like realizes that he's the, to me I like him. He's the most honest character, I guess, because he's trying to do actual good, and he, when he fucks up, he's like fuck, I fucked up, you know that type of thing. I'm glad he didn't like become like this stereotypical kind of character where he just got power and now he's going to do stuff with it and the power breaks him even though he kind of fixed his leg he ends up hurting killing someone completely and realizes that i have we have to get rid of this thing i'm dying and i failed to do any good with what we have there his like that line where he says in trying to do great we fail to do good that he says to jace at the end because they both realize that they're trying to do so much, to, but they're mi- completely missing. That's what Heimerdinger was saying to yes, them. Yes, that the power you get would you get to you get huff up on it, and then you fail to do anything with it, or you just completely destroy everything in your path for progress. Although I don't think that they got too hooked up on no, power. No, I don't think so. It's either. just an power. unfortunate happening. Yes, really. It just seems that. Every time you try to do something good, something else comes along and completely ruins it. My theory with Victor, though, is that he will be taken over. By the power? Yes, because mm. they are saying that the, the thing is learning, right? You, after it killed that girl, it changed, and I think it got smarter from yeah, that. Yeah, that's the second time it changed. Yeah, and now that it blood, has a whole... Mm biology of humans and if she was human and a brain exactly i'm pretty sure because you see how it knocked him out after that yes it's definitely Alive. going to keep growing mm. 
I think it's going to take over his body. <laughs> right now, it seems like he's dragging the leg around, even though he had done the test walk and run. Mm-hmm. After that, it looked like he was still not, you know. Because he's still dying. He's yeah. still dying. And I feel maybe, because I'm assuming there's going to be a season two, that he'll probably still be there, but he'll probably die and then come back as some weird magical creature type of thing. I don't know. Or it'll be his body. But the head scores in control. Right. Uh, I, I mean, if he's still alive he's still after alive. the ending, which we're just going to start talking about. <laughs> I think that episode was called The Monster You Created or something like that. I don't know. But at the very end, Jace and the counselors decided we need to give sovereignty to the Undercity. We need to tr- let them tread their own path. We've failed them. We've completely failed them. Years and years we've put in this problem. We've been kicking it down the road. And he gets everyone to agree on the council. All those greedy people on the council to agree. To give, you know, let them tread their own path. Let them be their own people. Finally, freedom. And there, a rocket is headed straight to blow all of the council members and that's where the show ends yeah so it's the every time you try to do something it's just too late in this show that's why i think the whole thing i'm getting from like the whole show is like every time you try to do something good it was it's always too late it is always too late to fix the problems that have just been built up over years and years of this back and forth between these two Two cities, pretty much. And Jinx pretty much jinxed everything. <laughs> Did she, though? She is pretty much the creation of both the Undercity and Piltover. But she's pretty much the result. She is the weapon created from all the, the, all these circumstances and happenstances and just unfortunate things happen trickle down and they all it came is to create this one monster who is pretty much going to set them into a war now because if all the council members are dead well exactly <laughs> they probably aren't no all order dead there's there's but it's going to be war even if some of them live it is going to be war it's just straight up just going to be a war now which is kind of sad but I think that's what the whole the whole show felt somber. I guess it's not. I, mean, I don't know, but it had that whole feel that, like I've been saying, that even though you might try your best, you might do something, you might try, but you can't you can't stop the you can't stop the rock that is rolling down the mountain. You can't stop the lava flow coming out of the volcano. No matter what you do, you can't stop the inevitable. That's how, that was my main takeaway, I guess, from the show. Hmm. I didn't have a main takeaway. Hmm. Um, oh, right. Favorite, uh, what's your favorite character? Sorry. I do not have a favorite character, actually. Okay. I also did not dislike any characters hmm. except for Jinx. Ah. I know that she's she and Vi are the main characters. It's mm-hmm. their story alongside everything else, right? But that was just 
I enjoyed the show, though. That's fine. You, you can not like a character. The rest of the show. <laughs> I also like the visuals. What did you think about the visuals? Fantastic. I really love the mixture of art styles, especially how certain things were accented with just 2D art. Yes, the, the 2D tended CG. to appear when there was smoke or fire or liquid. Yes. But actually, it really worked. It did. It really, it, for some, it just worked well, especially with how the backgrounds of the art look to the actual world. Yeah. It just, it, it, was, it was really, really nice. And I really have to put my, whoever did the, um, the art style and the, CG and got everything worked together. They did a fantastic job with this. There was also another, um, I don't know whether to call that 2D. I guess it was 2D. Mm. At those moments, those moments in the different fights uh, where it looked drawn or sketched. Yes, yes. Those were also really good. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, like, the animation quality is just super high with this show. They really went all out. And I think one of the things I really like too is just how the characters look and the, the, the choreography fighting, uh, how the, the visuals of that too, of just yes. how the fights look and just It's realistic. Through. Yeah. And it was it just flawed so Oh, speaking well. of that, speaking of realistic, uh-huh. I really like the emotion you could see on uh-huh. their faces. You know, sometimes when you look at 3D, it looks like nothing. There's no feeling. <laughs> like, 3D is dead. Some 3D is dead. But exactly. I mean, but this was done quite well. Yes. The characters. They, they got the scrunching in, the, like, the forehead, <laughs> you know, the sniveling of the nose, that yeah. kind of thing. CG has come a long way. Well, I still have a way to go. But this has been really good to see. Yes. It was a great display. I really, the art style itself as well was very, very good. You Even though the the different stylings and like the 2D CG and whatnot, they never clashed against one yeah, another. Yeah, they complemented like, Exactly. Very, very, very masterful work with this show. And it was just... It was just like a treat to watch, you know. Like I, I didn't have any like things that were sticking out in the background. There wasn't any weird like character stuff that was just like standing out. They really did an amazing job with just the visuals going forward. It's just uh. the opening visuals were good as well. Mm-hmm. The song was good as well. The music overall was pretty good. Yeah, the music throughout the show was not bad. Very it good. Was very good. It probably wasn't like the strongest part, but it was just it. It did it accented everything very very well. I think it well. did what it needed to. Yes, I liked most of the songs that played too. So yeah, that helps. But yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. To be quite honest, I'm looking forward to see where the story. I really, really liked how towards the end we saw there's a whole other con- continent across the sea, Noxus. Where uh, Morale is Mel from. from. Where is your friend? That, they're probably going to play a role coming up in the future because they want Hextech for weapons. And I, I'm just I'm just really l- looking forward to this right now. That's one of the additions in the... It's not really an addition, but that's one of the parts of the story that I also thought was really well done. Mm-hmm. You see, 
sometimes at the end when a show is coming to an end they still want to give you like a whole bunch of information mm-hmm. they tend to like shove it down your throat yeah but it came across so smoothly that i think that episode started with her when she was in the past her mm-hmm. life story and where she came from we got to know that she wasn't a manipulative kind of person, but, but that her family why. wanted her to be like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, and she had to be like that. And then when her mother comes and says what she said to her, that you were my weakness. Yes, you made and me weak. Exactly. Those kind of things. And, and they talk about the politics. I think the politics in the show... Everything in that way was just so well done. Information yes. was so fed fed to us so well. Yeah, so naturally as well. Yeah. Because because most of the time when it's, it's, it's towards Jace, and since Jace himself is a scientist and he's not a politician, you get he gets and he's getting the information he's learning. But we are also finding out more about the world and how people operate and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, at first I thought that Mel was, you know... I don't know what she was trying to do with Jace, but I did not know if she was going to be a a, a good person per se or a bad person. Mm-hmm. Of course, everyone has their own, you know, things going on. Right, with right, and goals that they want to achieve. I did not really know what it was for her. Yeah. I kind of still don't know. But towards the end, we see that she doesn't want to be like her family, yes. though, and that she was actually banished. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Um, I like the characters. I like ooh, ooh, I like character designs. Yeah, that's why did one we thing talk about that? I know that League is known for having a lot of decent or great character designs. Yeah, from the beginning, I was like, I like how they look. Yes, I love how things look. It was it was great yeah. in terms of looks. The yeah. story was not bad. I wouldn't give the story a super super high score. I have to say, it, but it did its job. It did. It was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Now, here is a big question: mm-hmm. Would you watch a sequel? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Like I don't I don't care about going and playing League the game. I don't, Neither do I. I don't. I'm not. I'm really a huge into mobas, is what they call. Uh, I'm not going to go play the game or whatnot. But you want to give me more lore, more story, more stuff like this, and you want to give me a nice another animation, an animated series, a season two? Yes, I'm in. You want to do a series that's based in Noxus with different characters or whatever? I'm in. Because if they can bring the, if they could keep this same say her quality and story and visuals and whatnot going forward, I think they have something really amazing on their hands. So I think so too. As long as they, as long as they don't ever do this one thing, <laughs> which is in terms of storytelling, as long as they never try to overwhelm us. Mm, I got you. As long as it's paced very well, because like, that was that's where it all comes back to. This just the pacing of the show. Oh, speaking just, of mm. pacing, there was I did think that in episode five and six the story kind of came to a halt and was slow. it was a bit it was slow. It was taking its time, but it was yeah. just it was just being because they were like I can't remember what's going on, but yeah, I felt it too. I know exactly what I mean. It's it was when... slower. It was after when Caitlin went to get Vi. Mm-hmm. So it was just a bit slow. Um, 
of course everything after that we know that the story happens there's a there's a time skip mm-hmm. right so the rest of the story is relatively short but maybe it didn't need to take place over five more episodes you mean after the time skip yeah no, I think it. I think it did. They did enough. I think it was. You know good. how I feel about slowness. Uh, to me, it it was slowed down, but it wasn't a problem for me. Okay, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think that with a lot of shows, the the problem that they have after time skips is this this pacing mm-hmm. because they they know okay we give some information in the beginning and a uh, lots of things happen in that period even though it's a short time mm-hmm. right and then we do a time skip but the rest of the story also takes place over a short period of time and they try to draw it out thereafter uh, okay that's a failure <laughs> i don't think it's a failure in any case, if not just those two episodes, I think that everything was it was good though. I'm um, interested in the season two. I want to see where the story goes. But even if it doesn't get a season two, this was fantastic. This was great. I think it was greenlit for a season two. That's even better. That's um, great. And like you said, it doesn't even have to be like what happens directly after this to these characters. Mm-hmm. Even if we just if we just see something from another part of this world yes. that we've already been introduced to, it would be really interesting. Yeah, because I'm no like I didn't know League had this type of lore. I never really cared about it that way. But I'm interested. The story is really in the world that they've built up is just is very very interesting. Yeah. And I, I want to see more. I want more. I need to consume more of this type of story. It, it, it is feeding something deep inside of me that I need to be fed. So yeah. Okay, <laughs> hungry person. Overall score. I'm gonna. I know give what this, it is. What is my overall score? Your overall score uh-huh. is either an eight or a nine. I'm going to give this a ten out of ten. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You really off your rocker. I am as off as my rocker because I've been taking that shimmer that that doctor has been given to those people in the Undercity. No, really. You need to think about that again. Okay, I'm thinking about it again. 10 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. I am sticking with it. I think this was great. I really enjoyed this and I loved it. I don't care. I might be biased or whatever, but 10 out of 10... I think that's the first 10 out of 10 I've given anything that we've on this show. That we've that's not about. true. What did they give um, 10 out of 10? Didn't you think that another of Netflix's animated things was 10 out of 10? Which one? What do you mean, which one? Yeah. Castlevania. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you... Can, no, yeah, be quiet. Yeah. I don't even want to hear you. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Let me just okay. say. Okay, 9 out of 10. Exactly. <laughs> 9 out of 10. You you don't even know I just yourself. thought about Castlevania and no, you realized... don't. That's one thing mm. that you shouldn't do, though. No, no, no. 10 out of 10. You shouldn't score something based on how... Exactly. You're true. I'm giving this a 10 out of 10. <laughs> you didn't even let me done. <laughs> this is good, Kim. This is... I know it's good. 10 out of 10. My score is... <sighs> My score is an 8. Ah. Uh. And I ugh just now <laughs> because it's really like a seven or eight. 
for me. Really? It doesn't go up from there. You don't give anything over like that's not true. A nine or that's a not ten. true. For example, Castlevania. <laughs> I feel the reason why we gave Castlevania such a high score too is because it it got so many other seasons. We've gotten to see a lot more. This is just season one. Well, I don't think we scored it based on seasons. I know, but I mean, we've gotten to see we got to see the whole story arc of the story pretty from much beginning account. to end. Yeah. that's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, and if there ever is something like this with Arcane, we will do the same. I think that this season deserves a 10 out of 10, but yeah. But you have your own opinion, True. and so do I. And exactly. so does the rest of the internet and the world. So... Yeah. I'm looking forward to other good animated stuff like this, too. I have hope. I have hope. Now. Yeah. Now to us to watch the next garbage show that completely ruins my hope in the future. Well, hopefully we won't be watching any of those soon. I mm. don't really know what we have planned as a next review. Mm. Um, we'll see. We have so many things that we decided to watch, yes. but then when I think about it, I can't remember that anything that's there. <laughs> um, but I did remember that we wanted to do watch this for a while now. So yeah. it's very good to get it and get it and be like, yeah. I see no way everybody gives this so much praise. It's a fantastic show. Yes. Internet, if you like League, if you don't like, you should still watch Arcane. Yes, give That's it a look. That's my review, my overall review. Give it a look. Yeah. You won't be disappointed with what you see. Well, unless you are. <laughs> it was not bad. It was not bad. It was interesting. It mm-hmm. kept our interest yes. as well. You know how some things can get real boring or like, oh, God, please. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like that. The characters were good. The characters didn't have extreme development, but there was some there. Mm -hmm. The politics that we see inside the show, the world building that is done for us, the information that's given to us, all well done. Mm -hmm. Go and give it a watch. Arcane is worth your time. That's going to be the end for us today. If you guys like this episode, you can like, you can subscribe, send us a message on social media at Rambling Tea Time, or you can hashtag it. Don't know if we'll look back at that. Hope you guys enjoyed and have a good one. Good night, everyone.